At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. Your local, the everything you need to be unstoppable store. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. All right, we back at it. Homegrown Radio. Chuck Dizzle. DJ Head. And that's when your shit goes off. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you had that blank look like, okay, it's off now. Look, thank you guys for tuning back in to the Homegrown Radio Podcast. Uh, once again, I'm Chuck Dizzle. That's you DJ said higher than you usually I, That's say. why I told you before. I said, does it look okay? And you said, yeah, it's cool. So we just going to rock. And for the people that see it, they see it. It is what it is, man. I want to say thanks to the homie Ferneezy. He's always a loyal Looks supporter. Like sitting on phone books. Hey, man, I'm trying to be taller. You know what I'm saying? Six foot, seven foot, eight foot, whatever Lil Wayne said. Um, Ferneezy, a, a very loyal supporter to the Homegrown Radio podcast. I want him to know um, not only is he always subscribing, always rating, always commenting, always showing love, but he actually ordered the very first Homegrown Radio hoodie. I don't even have a hoodie right now. Head don't even got a don't hat. A hoodie he don't got a hat. I don't have nothing. Yeah, so for the people that that don't understand, I'm just give you a little uh, look behind the, the lens or whatever the case may be. We use a third-party company, so I'm not printing these shirts myself, all right? Um, so which means you it's order on demand, you know what I mean? Uh, so a lot of a lot of the staff on, on hand don't even have the stuff as of right now because we just haven't, you know, made it happen. But uh, I just want him to, you know, just people that support us and show love, man, I want him to know that uh, we appreciate the support, man, that, that he's always showing. And, you know, you can rest assured and on record know that you got the one of one. Uh, as of right now, definitely the very the very first ain't got a damn thing. Ain't got a damn thing. It is what it is. Um, dude, I want to talk about. I want to kind of kick things off with uh, this Ashanti uh, and Keisha Cole battle that was supposed to take place. Again, this is about giving you the behind the scenes. All right. I was gonna say, are we, are we talking the behind the scenes? We talking the behind the scenes because I think it's All important right. that people know. Uh, this battle was supposed to go down, which would have been Saturday. The either way, don't even matter what the date is. It was supposed to go down this past Saturday. Now, or Chuck Dizzle would say Saturday. Saturday, whatever. I don't. I don't talk. Is that a country accent? By the way. Yeah, yeah. I got Same family country. from from the south, but I I don't I don't hear it. You know, Letty was the only other person that said the same thing. She's like, "You say radio, funny. Like you say radio." I'm like. Radio. No, you say it with a W. No, radio. I don't. I don't say radio. I say radio. Homegrown radio. I say no, radio. Say I do not say radio. How you gonna tell me and I listen to you every day? All right. So if you're listening right now, let me know if I say it with a W. When you hear me say homegrown radio, is it a a, a, a it's a W R. Like 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 uh, okay. rec. Or rap? Or rap, yeah. Rap but and radio. Okay. You can but, actually, so you say radio. But you can actually hear it though. Say radio. 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 It's only when you say it all together. Okay, homegrown radio. You heard the W. <laughs> all right, so if you heard the W, let us know. I I honestly don't hear it anyway. Um, 
we were talking about the the Shanti Keisha Cole battle and behind the scenes. All right, so how much are we going? I'm going. I'm gonna let, I'm a, I, I'm gonna let them in on my end, and if you want to divulge, you can divulge. All right, it's all it's right. not an it's not it's common knowledge to know now. I do radio on a lot of different stations, right? Which means yeah, I have to record like fifty I, different markets. Certain things I have to pre-record, right? Just that's just the way it is. I have a deadline to meet, so I have to make sure it's different time zones. So I have to pre-record. A lot of the, the things. So this battle on a, a lot of markets, I was talking about, you know, bigging up the battle. Yo, who who do you think is going to win? You know, really trying to get the content for the people. What I tell you, Ashanti, you fucked my Saturday. <laughs> because all my work was done. <laughs> and lo and behold, I get a text. Well, I'm, I'm with my wife at the now, moment. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said we letting people in. So when you say all your work was done, what does that mean? All my work was done for that particular day. Like, so there are certain deadlines that I have to meet. So which means that before the show airs, I turn them in in some cases, meaning my work was already completed. The show was already canned. It was already recorded, right? Um, so in this situation... We were already we I'd already mentioned the battle as if it took place. Like, hey, I want to get your feedback on what you think of the battle. Because in certain markets, the time was overlapping the time of the battle. So obviously I couldn't predict the winner because I had no idea. But I did in fact say, like, okay, what do you think of this? Who do you think won? Let me know your feedback. So I had to rec- record all of my work all over again that particular day. And it threw my whole day off because this, this, this specifically this week, because everything has been going on. It was one of the main reasons why I did it because, you know, I, I have a new schedule. Now I was already getting used to the schedule that I had as far as what time I, I, I start my work, what time I, I make sure certain markets are turned in. And now you add the night show, which is a, a blessing in itself, but it throws my whole, my whole, um, my timing off. So I was getting used to it. I'm like, okay, cool. I got everything taken care of for this day. I'm on standby if, if any breaking news happens. And, of course, the breaking news happens. Ashanti tests positive for COVID-19. And I'm praying to God. Like, I, I, I don't want anything negative to happen to her. Like, I, I'm glad that she's doing okay, right? But I'm like, oh, God, please let this battle still continue. Let them figure it out. And I'm in there in real time looking at her live, and she's trying to get Keisha Cole on her live to continue the battle. And I'm like, please let this go down. And lo and behold, they didn't do the battle. I had my my whole my my Saturday my, it was gone. It was it was done at that point. The day, the little bit of time that I kind of had to rest and rejuvenate and kind of get back uh, for the next week, it was a wrap. Thank you, Ashanti. Just want to say that. So, so you saying that because you had already recorded a bunch of stuff na- um, nationally as a nationally uh, syndicated radio host. You're saying that when Ashanti announced that she wasn't going to do the, the battle because of COVID-19, it was like, oh, oh, shit. Uh, so what did you have to do? I had to literally go back to the station from where I was at. Because normally I would, I, the, the benefit of working from home, you can actually, you know, you can work from home. In this situation, there was no way I could have did this. Go, I had to go all the way back to the station and basically recut everything. So I'm in real time Damn. doing 
nine different markets in real time being on nine different stations. So it's just like, yo, it was so overwhelming because of, of, of the breaking news. And the only other time that it happened before, um, that, well, I don't even talk. Well, the only time that ever happened before was when the, when, when Kobe passed, but I that was earlier in my, my whole syndication thing. So I, I wasn't on as many markets. And I was able to fix that like super fast. It was just like, it was more of the LA thing that I had to fix. But yeah, man, it, it threw off. Now the, the good thing about this, all right, if you could find a silver lining in this, is that there is a battle that was announced that I think I'm excited about, you excited about, culture, West Coast, we all, yeah. we all excited about this too short E-40 battle. Hell yeah. Now, we've been on record saying, well, I've been on record. I know I've, I've been very vocal about, you know, I, I don't know if I want to see two West Coast legends go at each other. Just and this is before nah, this too one, short. This one is perfect. This is before too short E forty. But this one, you're right. This one is perfect. And the reason why I felt that way is because I'm like, I feel like the industry doesn't necessarily respect West Coast culture like that or artists. Like they look at us like, oh, they cool. Like even even putting Snoop against DMX, I felt was like a, oh yeah, we're gonna let them handle our light work. Because Jay Z and Snoop should have been the battle, in my personal opinion. But that's a different story. So yeah, Hove not doing it though. Of course not. I, I mean, I, I get it. I understand, but I just feel like when it comes to being recognizable and in in culture, I, I feel like we get passed off in certain instances. So that's why I was like, man, I, I, I want to see a West Coast legend go against an East Coast legend. It may kick up some dust. It is what it is. But E forty two short. Perfect battle. I, I I love to see this because of what it brings and presents to the Bay and what it does for the West Coast as well. I feel like you get two legendary artists. You see their catalog. You sell the celebration. And, you know, it puts more light on the Bay, which I feel like within the, the within and within hip-hop, the Bay don't get a lot of shine like they should either. So this is a perfect opportunity. And I know you've been seeing the comments fly uh, of what people have been saying uh, about this battle. I think, I mean, I'm excited about the battle too. And I, I mean, like I said, I think it's perfect. I think th you couldn't have chose two better people to, to, to do a versus, especially when it comes to the Bay Area. So I also like that the Bay is getting representation on, on a stage like that. I mean, I know Keisha Cole was supposed to do it. She's from the Bay. But outside of that, like you really don't see a lot of Bay Area representation at the forefront of mainstream media, hip hop, et cetera, right? So... I think it's dope. One, two is I think for the most part, it's going to be an exciting time because short and 40, I mean, short, I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, short came out before 40. Slightly. Right. Yep. Okay. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they do their set list. Like, because there's certain records that, certain people like of certain generations might not remember. Like you got to think about it. E40 and Too Short are both be, have both been rapping as long as we've been alive. Right, right. Right. So, and I always say E40 has fans that are 15 and 50. So it's like the interesting part about that, that versus is going to be the way they put their set list together. Cause like, well, what, how, how far do you go, go back in the crates? Yeah. Like how, how, how much how much history do you really want to include? How much new shit do you want to include? And then the songs that they got together. Yeah. They got a, they got smashes together. So it's like, I don't know. I think it's gonna be very dope. 
I, I, I really, I really think the key, the key to the two short E40 verses is going to be the track list. How they put their track list together is going to probably matter more than everything else. And, and I think storytelling, like I'm always a big fan of the storytelling. I'm always a big fan of like the behind the scenes and and when certain records were made, what was going on in that artist's lifestyle and uh, studio sessions. I actually saw shout out to the homie Sean Fallon. He, he's from Atlanta. Uh, well, he's from Philly. Atlanta, like he's at, he, Sean Fallon be everywhere. Let's put it like that. But he was talking about how um, he was in a studio with Lil John at the time that he was doing uh Tell Me When to Go beat. And he said he was right, he was there when he cut in the dumb, dumb, I guess it's a run DMC sample, right? And he's like, I think 40 had just laid his verse, and obviously that's a classic. Like, so those kind of stories, like you don't you don't hear that. You know what I mean? You don't hear wait, that. Wait, that's crazy. It's a bar, right? So little things Hell like yeah. that. So imagine this is this is a this is a D, a, a rapper, a DJ telling his side of the story. Imagine 40 talking about, oh yeah, when I first heard that beat, X, Y, and Z. Or, you know, Lil John, you know, he he put that extra sauce on it by doing it. Like, imagine those kind of stories I enjoy before that song actually comes on. It's not even about the performance. Like, it's not even about the songs mm-hmm. in itself. It's about the setup. And I think that they're too because they are legendary, because they're great storytellers, I think they'll they're the two perfect people to have to be able to kind of like bring out these you know legendary songs that they got and, and really celebrate their careers yeah i i think i think it's gonna be dope i, I salute to uh the versus team for tapping into the bay because i like that i li- like that it's not like oh we're gonna do all nostalgia or oh we're gonna do all rap yeah. like it's, it's now versus is, it's its own thing and yeah. i think that's dope yeah from, from some you just mentioned go ahead oh go ahead no go ahead. no I was going to say something you just mentioned, and I actually wasn't going to get into it. Uh, but what you just said about the industry and the industry not giving the West Coast our just due. And I have a tweet that I posted that I'm going to read. And for the people that are listening, like, I don't, because again, we're preaching, we always preach, um, celebrate those that do mess with you celebrate what's good and what's going on. Like this isn't a, I don't want, I don't want it to be looked at as, Oh man, we're begging for attention. Like I don't want it to come across as that, but it's more of, I always feel like we have to represent ours even tougher than anything. Right. And it's just the thoughts and concerns of people, especially like myself that are out here like, oh, okay, we see it. It's cool though. We still going to shine. We're going to do our thing. But we, we see that sometimes there's, there's a lack of respect or, you know, um, you know, just just it's it's not appreciated the way that it would be other artists from other genres or not other genres, other other areas. And it's cool. Like it is what it is. We're going to get we're going to get ours regardless. Um, and it's more of a prideful thing um, to, to show love this way. My tweet says, the more I'm on the Internet, the more I see the industry doesn't respect the West musically. Y'all thought I was extra the past 10 years. Watch this. Mm. And the thing is. It, it, honestly, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be all the way real. I shouldn't be on Clubhouse, okay? If people be on Clubhouse, and, and and it's a new it's a new app, new social media where people could just be in these rooms and they be talking they shit. And boy, I be listening to this shit, and I be so irritated that I just have to get off the app because it really it really is it really is like crazy to me that 
the comparisons and all of this shit that people be making. And it's like, I, all right, fuck it, we're going to talk about it. The comparison that I was most taken aback by was Lil Baby and Roddy Rich. And Lil Baby making all of these different lists, and he had the craziest 2020. Nobody, again, has had a year like Roddy Rich. Nobody. Not in hip-hop. And the reason I say that is because Lil Baby dropped, I believe, two projects this year. He dropped his album and he dropped the deluxe edition or whatever the case may be. Roddy, and I know Roddy dropped his shit last, but it was in fourth quarter. And I look at albums and Grammy cycles. Roddy was nominated for Grammy this year. And then Lil Baby qualified for this year as well. So they're in the same album year, right? Album cycle. When you talk about Lil Baby dropping his album, it went platinum. You can't take that away from him. Double platinum. So did Roddy's. Double platinum. Double platinum. Both, yeah. You can't take that away from him, right? That being said, though, Roddy Rich had two number one records this year. Lil Baby, zero number one records this year. Not saying that he didn't have big records or top, whatever. Roddy on two number one records this year. The box, six months in the Billboard Top 10. Broken records. Six Grammy nominations. The uh, Lil Baby probably, I think it has three Grammy nominations. It is disrespectful to go out of your way to not include somebody based on region when their accolades clearly over when they when their accolades clearly overshadow the accolades of the, the comparison. That shit is crazy to me. That's like comparison. That's like comparing me to Big Boy. I don't have the fucking accolades Big Boy have. Don't even do that to me. Right. If I'm little baby, I'm doing the same thing. Don't don't do that to me. Don't put me up against Roddy Rich because I didn't do it. I didn't have the same year Roddy Rich uh, had. The baby and Roddy Rich had the best years in 2020. It's and and then when you talk, I said and I, I was saying my my point in the clubhouse room was Lil Baby and the Baby will be the better comparison, even though the Baby dropped three albums this year. They didn't. They didn't do the same uh, numbers wise or metrics that Lil Baby's album did off that one or two or deluxe, however you want to calculate it. But it's still like a better comparison. It is disrespect. The the shit I be I be hearing and I be seeing on the internet is flat out fucking disrespectful to Roddy Rich. That shit crazy to me. I don't think that the the disrespect is the comparison. I think the disrespect is leaving him out of the conversation. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's never in these conversations. And I'm just like, well, we're doing lyrics. So you mean to tell me you look at Lil Baby in the same light that you look at uh, Benny the Butcher? What the fuck are we talking about? Right. And I, I can see I, I was going to make the comparison of, okay, well, maybe people hear the melodics and think that's not rap. And it's like, well, no, Lil Baby, Lil Baby, actually, he's on the melodic shit, too. So you're right. It's, it's, that it's, shit it's, it's more or less him being left out of these conversations. And and the the bottom line is why. Like I I I've yet to hear somebody explain why he's not on the list or why he's not included in the conversation. When you're on Clubhouse, have you heard that? Like when you're speaking up for Roddy, has somebody said, Well, no, no, Roddy didn't he's not in there because of X, Y, and Z. Bro, they don't have nothing. They go in their pocket and they pull out lint. They got nothing. <laughs> And the thing is, and the arguments that I make, like, this is the same the same thing I just said right now yeah. is the same thing I said in the clubhouse room, and it was fucking crickets. crickets. Okay, got it. So it I'm in it was now. crickets in there. And the thing is, it was like, yeah, yeah, that's true. I said, how many number one records did Roddy have this year? Two. How many did Lil Baby have? None. Okay. How many Grammy nominations Roddy got? Six. How many Lil Baby got? Three. Okay, cool. How many, like, what the fuck are we talking about? 
So for Roddy Rich to be left out of these conversations, it is to me, I, I take it offensive. Yeah. And that's why I was explaining to these people, I'm like, listen, bro, yes, I had an emotional reaction to these things that are being that are being said and have, but my emotional reaction is directly tied to where we are from yeah because this has been a systemic thing within the industry and people have told me this people have told me yeah we you know we don't really look at that okay cool oh well, we looking at lyrics all right well we got reason we got d smoke we got cod mm-hmm. oh well we looking at uh, uh numbers well we got roddy rich mm-hmm. who outperformed roddy rich in hip-hop this year yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we looking at uh, yeah, uh, my ass. <laughs> now it's and and again, it's it's just celebrating where we're from, man, and and letting you know that we have the caliber of artists to make it happen, and especially you're right because one, I feel like one thing that was always held over is oh yeah, the metrics ain't there, man. You just don't, but they're not selling. They don't, they don't have anything on the radio. They don't have anything in the clubs, and it's like, well, no, I mean, Roddy got all that. So why the why little not, baby? Lil Baby dropped a deluxe album. He dropped this album. Roddy Rich, one album. No deluxe, no mixtapes. One album. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't want to get when did, I, when did anti-social come out? Uh December. December, I believe. Because we I'm I'm not sure of the date. Let me look it up right now. But yeah, I, I think I don't want it because I know how people are gonna take this, man. They're gonna take it as a diss to Lil Baby, and that's not it. Lil Baby earned his shit. I'm not going to sit here in front, but it's more I'm of, not going to. No, 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 I'm no. not going to. It's more of people leaving Roddy out of the conversations of artists that deserve it. December 6, 2019 is when Please Excuse Me for Being Anti-Social uh, dropped. So a year ago. A year ago. Okay. No deluxe album. No extra mixtape. None of that. No bonus. No, no, no. No map pack for Call of Duty. Nigga, no Fortnite concert, none of that. Just anti-social. That's it. That's all you get here. Yeah. And then you got the couple of features that he did. Mm-hmm. But Lil Baby also did a couple of features, which were dope, by the way. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, what? That's why. And then my and then another question I asked him, I said, what are the what is the metrics? What are the grading scales? Like, what are what what is the quantifications in which we are looking at? Well, I oh, think it, at it, this? it depends at- on who's who's the one that's that's saying it. So I mean, you have either different platforms or different personalities, or whatever they'll they'll and that's one one thing that I I can't get upset about because if we're talking about this is your opinion, by all means. If it's your opinion, cool. it's your opinion. Um cool. but but you have to be I think one of the things that is always assumed is that these opinions are fact. I'll be on record and say, I don't, hey, there's some shit I just don't listen to. I don't listen to music like that. So I don't have a, a full palette of everything that's hip hop that's out. I am 100% biased towards what's out here. So there's some things I probably won't even listen to because I'm so focused on what's going on on this end. Or even from a mainstream underground level, there's more things. And it's kind of balancing out now because of just my knowledge of like different uh, projects and things that have happened. But there's certain things on the underground level that I either a know about because I'm in the trenches with it, or I don't know about because I'm not in the trenches as much as we used to be. So it's like, it's, it's based on, I, I can admit my bias on a couple of different levels. Now, another thing that I found interesting about this too, and I forgot who brought it up. I saw a tweet, but it, somebody brought out a, a good point and I, I want your opinion on this too. Um, 
What about the 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 female MCs? I don't, when he comes to these lists, I I didn't see any female rappers a part of these conversations as well. Now, I mean, go ahead. No, I, I just think I, I just think that I'm not I'm not mad. I'm not mad at it, to be honest with you. You're not mad like, at, the, at female MCs not I'm, being No, I'm not list? mad at I'm not mad at the different lists that probably exclude certain female artists because I don't believe that you should include a female just for the sake of including a no. female. If you, if the female artist or the female uh, MC didn't make it based on merit or whatever the quantifications was, then I don't believe in just we should throw our own there on some affirmative action type shit. No, 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 not saying that, but I'm saying here's the thing. I've been seeing a lot of people say, oh man, Chica's dope. Chica's amazing. Chica's this, this, that, and the third. I haven't done I Rhapsody. I haven't dived into these projects, right? So I can't say that. Rhapsody won um BT award for I forgot what it was. She got she got her first award this year, right? Mm-hmm. So by that by that same merit, I would think that there would be more conversations of okay, one is in there. Or we we looked at Megan Stallion have a, a phenomenal year this year. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no conversations of her being in the the best rapper category. Like I to me, it, it's again, it's a bigger conversation of okay, who's coming out? Who who's saying uh, uh, it's opinion? I, I have to keep reminding myself it's just people's opinions, and I, I shouldn't take it that serious because they have their right to believe whatever they want for whatever reason. So I'm not tripping, but I I am tripping on the same tense. Like, damn, okay, there's there's a lot of biases that go on when it comes to this because people take the, the opinions as fact. That shit crazy to me, bro. That shit is so crazy to me. And it just, like, I don't know. And why why didn't you want to mention it, though? How, how come you didn't want to talk about it? I felt like that's an important thing that... You know, no, I didn't want to talk about the, the industry not giving the West they respect musically. Why not? But because this is beating a dead horse, I've had yeah. that conversation so many times. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, why am I keep having this conversation with people who obviously don't get it? Yeah. And then it's just like, when we talk about the award shows, like, who gives, at this point... Like, why do we care about the validation and shit like that? That's not where I'm coming from, though. My my problem is it has direct effects on perception of people. Like, we have a platform, right? Right. We have a podcast. We have a radio show. We got different. We had we do a t- we do TV. Whatever it is, we got different platforms. To like, when people have certain levels of influence, you, you can influence culture. I just saw this thing on on, um, on Fifty Cents uh, on Instagram where he posted how the federal government would give uh, white people. They started building the, they they took a federal loan out to build the suburbs, quote unquote, the suburbs, track homes, right? All the lease homes that are on the outskirts of the city, and they got federal federal funding to do so because segregation was a real thing within the federal uh, federal um, loan. They were unable legally to sell homes to African-American people, right? Federally mandated. You cannot sell to African-American people. And then they wrote also in the deed after you bought the home on discount for that matter, because you're white. After you bought the home, they wrote into the deed. Even after you acquire the home, you then can't resell it to an African-American. So they bought the homes for pennies on the dollar. Back in the day, they said they bought the homes for about, $10,000, $10,000, which would be equivalent to $100,000 now. And then now they're worth $500,000, three, between three and $500,000, two, $300,000 of, uh, of, of equity 
that these people have had to either sell off or reinvest and buy up other shit mm -hmm. or send their kids to college and whatnot. Set right? them up. So I'm watching this video. So they up, yeah. but it's only available to white people. Right. So then in addition to that, the zoning permit, the, the zoning um, of laws didn't permit black people to even be in the area. The redlining. Yeah. Right. Okay, exactly. Right. That being said, the dude was like, listen, that has had a long lasting effect on African-American economics in this country. Right. So I say all that to say I'm watching that. And his dude's name is I'm going to tell you right now. The dude's name is Richard Rothstein. Richard Rothstein. And at the end. It says Richard Rothstein. This is his like he's narrating the whole thing and he's putting them all on blast. And he's telling you about all of this bullshit that's going on in white America. At the end of the thing, they show his book, Richard Rothstein's The Color of Law. I just went in and bought the book. I ain't listened to no preview. <laughs> I ain't listened to nothing. I'm, I need this book, The Color of Law. And it's talking about redlining and, and um, geographic uh, segregation and economic. I need that book. Yeah. Well, I say that to say is. 50 Cent has now made one book sale, or probably, I'm pretty sure other people that did it. I, I bought this man's book based on the fact that I like what he was talking about, or based on the fact that I dislike what he was talking about, or the fact that I just saw the book, right? Influence. You ever be at the at the grocery store and you see a Snickers? Oh, yeah, I can, I can eat the Snickers right now. And they put it conveniently. You, you weren't even thinking about it. They conveniently put it right yeah. next to the checkout stand, too. Right there. So I'm saying that to say when you have the platform and the ability to shift culture and to sway opinion and shit like that, that's when those types of things actually really do matter. Because nobody would that's like nobody would permit a West Coast publication saying that Jay-Z is number 10 on the greatest rappers of all time list. Facts. If Homegrown Radio right now was to go on our website and post a, a, a an article mm -hmm. and have real shit to back it up on why jay-z doesn't belong in the top 10 best rappers of all time we would get slandered on online right everybody would be coming for us every which way right yep am i right of course of so course. that being said when you base when you base some things off of opinion you're right opinion is opinion but when you start trying to like pass your opinion off as facts that's where it's like come on dog that shit crazy to me so when where is that where where is that line teetered? Okay, because you okay we we post something right. Homegrown posts something and says again. I, I'll just use it in the, the 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 frame of the conversation, right? That Jay Z and Snoop would have been a better battle, and we Correct. put we put why we think so because they've been in the game around the same time because of the amount of hits, albums, legendary status. They you have fans from this to this. Uh, when we talk of them doing things outside of music, they're, they're, they, 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 they shift culture. They're um, beyond the culture. All valid points, right? Now, if we just post that, is that our opinion? Where is the, where is the opinion taken out of it and then uh, shifted at or pushed that as law? Or fact. I think opinion. I, I think opinion comes in where you're judging art. I think facts come in when you're using metrics. Got it. Okay. So based off of some of the uh, saying you're saying, based off of what you've heard in Clubhouse, that's where the facts were were brought in. 
the facts were brought in. It wasn't just opinion. And it was that's a what, mixture of the two. Oh shit! It was a mixture of the two. Got it. I'm only I'm trying to play devil's advocate because I'm trying to put myself in the positions of people that put out the lists, right? And and because I I know that they understand that they're pushing culture, that they're having an effect, but at the same time, they're no different than what we're talking about is saying, I mean, that's my opinion. I I think that so-and-so is the top artist, or I think that these are the, these are the, the top rappers in here. Um, and there's no context behind it. It's just a list. That's why a lot of the lists that I see, it's like, ah, you can't react off of that because that's this part, like the best in LA, right? I think Mad Lately posted something or, or had something. Shout out to uh, Gage C, Gina Views, and, and, and Rosecrans Vic. I didn't get a chance to dive into it. I don't know if they, they it was a conversation or something that they posted, but they talked about the, the best rappers in L.A. Now, again, this is your opinion. So when these lists and things happen, it's always the year, and it always triggers an, an, a reaction out of people. But then it's like, okay, well, nobody's really saying, why? Okay, in the comments they may go back and forth, but there's no like, it, you can tell you it's really rooted in just opinion versus fact. And I think also as much as we're uh, me, I, I'll put myself into because I kicked off the conversations. As much as I'm kind of emotional about it as well, I have to keep reminding myself, like I said earlier, that this is just their opinions. They don't have the the luxury to know the culture out here. You know what I'm saying? They don't they don't come out here like that. They don't they don't know the different artists that. Are from where we're from and see them from jump. They're, they're focused on who they focused on because of where they're from. So I get it. But at the same time, it's like, I again, using our platform to just showcase like, yo, I hear you, but you was wrong for not putting this person in that list. And we can leave it at that. Again, I don't want to make it a, a, a <clears throat> this person is better than this person or, yeah, he doesn't deserve it. Nah, it's. Man, this person should have been mentioned. That's all, and you know it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. I'm not. I'm not saying that. And opinion opinions are going to be always a, a back and forth thing, especially in the culture. Like, oh, these shoes are the shit. Oh no, they not. Or, or this outfit, whatever. It don't matter. Op- opinion is going to be opinion. But when you start talking metrics, yeah. that's where shit get ugly. True. And I think that's what happens is when somebody throws their opinion up there, you have people in the comments and then whoever posted it or they'll, they'll go back in the comments and go back and forth with you. And that's where it gets tricky because then you put in the facts in there and it's like, Oh, well, no, I can back up some different, I can bring some facts also. So, I mean, but I, I overall, I think it's great to have a discussion because it allows people to have a different perspective. Like just by us talking about this, somebody hearing, they may not have put Roddy Rich in that conversation for whatever reason. Maybe because they didn't hear his album or maybe because they didn't know that he was one of the only artists to go double platinum this year. They didn't. They just didn't know. Oh, they didn't know. Oh, damn, he dropped his album in late 2019. And damn, it, it actually lasted throughout this whole year in the same cycle. He was nominated, nominated for Grant. Like, they don't know. So it, it's literally just, you know, putting people up on game on, on what's going on. I'm with that. I just want our respect, damn it. I feel that. I feel that. Um, I want to mention, I don't know if you have something that, that you want to talk about just now, but something this is just super random, um, and we don't have to spend too much time on this, but anybody that's out there, I have a real pet peeve with people changing their numbers. And I'm going to explain why. I mean, 
Okay. I'm gonna explain why. Just know if you change your number, I'll I'll give you a two change grace period. But after that second one, I'm not saving your number no more on my phone. I don't care who you are. You can be my mom. You can be whoever. I'm not saving your number no more on my phone because I feel like I've had the same number, and I know you've had the same number for at least 15 years. At Back. least 15 2001. I've had the same number since, since 2003. Same here, like around that same time. There is no reason why you should be changing your phone. Outside of maybe maybe your phone got stolen early in early years. Your phone got stolen, you couldn't or get you that number. Hacked. Or you got hacked. But even nowadays, even now, you can figure a way to keep your number. Your number might you might be offline for a little bit, but you can keep your same number. There is no reason why you should be changing your numbers. So many people. I know I could think of three people offhand right now that's changed their number at least three times in the last year. And I'm like, oh, this is ridiculous. Hey, man, it's my new line. All right, for sure. Not saving it, but for sure. And that's just something that bothers me. I don't know why it does. It, I, it can be as simple, easy, just switch and save. I just, But it, to me, it's inconvenient to do that. I, I just don't know why. I'll save the number because I, I actually called one of the homies. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean i called one of the homies like i called i i, I thought i was calling one of the homies right mm-hmm. and um he, he he's one of the homies that work at apple music and so i was calling him and a woman picked up she's like hello i was like oh shit hello <laughs> she's like hey i'm like hi she's like what's up i'm like bro like what you mean like where's the homie at oh i'm his mother what you mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What you mean, you his mother? Oh, yeah, he gave me this number. He gave me this phone, and he has that. He uses the other phone. Oh, shit. So then I'm on the phone with his mom 20 minutes. <laughs> she like, yeah, so how are you doing? Huh? What you mean? How am I? Why you want to know? Where's the homie at? Yeah. <laughs> what you mean? She like, yeah. You know, um, you know, he's doing well. He got the baby, and he just, she just like, yeah. A full-fledged so conversation. Yeah. And then she's just like, she was like, uh, she was like, well, when you talk to him, you know, cause I don't talk to him as often as probably you do. So just tell him, you know, I love him and oh. you know, I can't wait to hear from him and see the baby. I'm, I'm supposed to be coming out there to see. Bruh, I gotta go. You know what I'm saying? First of all, why are you not checking on your moms like that for her not to know that that's, that's, it's crazy on so many levels. I see. I don't want to go. That's that. a. Re- that actually happened. And then when I and then I'm like trying. Well, I'm like, look, it was nice talking to you. You know, <laughs> your son is amazing. I'm trying to like, you know, give him some buckets. And uh, she's like, thank you. You know, he was he was always been like that. Even since he was a, then she. You know, another conversation. And it was. <laughs> it was like. Then it was like, bro, like, you know what? I, it was not. I'm. A, I'm gonna talk to you later. You know. Well, yeah. Just call me anytime. It, for sure. I'm not man. I'm not finna be calling the home. So you, mom. so you, you didn't, you didn't delete the number after that. Mm, I think I moved it to. I, I got another that, section in my phone or something. I'm not doing that. I moved it. I don't want to do so, that. I don't want to do that. Like to me, that 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 should not have happened. I if if you've changed your number or <laughs> and and maybe he gave you the heads up. Maybe say, hey, look, I'm you know. He didn't give me number. no heads up. Oh, see now that's out. That's out. That is out. Why? Why do I have to be inconvenienced by that? I don't know. It's just it, to me. I don't know why that's super annoying when people tell, "Hey, it's my new line. I'm not saving it. Not say, especially if you've and done it twice." You know, 
You know what the worst is though? When you think it's the homie and you see some a, a fucked up meme or like a, a text that ain't supposed to really be broadcast like that. It's I'm like a, it knows, and it's like, hey, and they, and they hit you back with the who is this oh, or, or wrong number. You like, yeah. like, oh shit, that that ain't. Uh, it's not. It's not that bad though, because that other person don't that's know who because you, are. you ain't sent. That's because oh, you I ain't seen the kind of memes nah. you kind of sent. Yeah, yeah nah, I, see, I, even if you, you know, do, you it's know like, how we get down. I, I I text all of the stuff I can't post on the internet. True. That is true. So, but yeah, if if somebody gets a hold of that's you, then it's a, it's an even uh, even bigger issue. But the fact that they don't, or know when are. I text the wrong person, like yo, this is you know this DJ head. That's now that's in. when it's an issue. It's like oh uh, <laughs> oh hey what's up? Like oh shit. <laughs> Cause that it's happened diff- to me before too. It's different now. Now I was laughing at the story you told. <laughs> you, uh, I don't know if you want to get into when you first bought. Was it was it your, your home or your mom's home? Light flex. Um, and somebody recognized you when you were outside. <laughs> yeah, yo. So look, <laughs> I'm gonna let you tell that story. I gotta so, plug up my computer. Keep going. So, so look, I um, I bought when I when I got my mom's house. When I got my mom's crib a couple of years ago, um, we bought the house and we took that photo that everybody's seen in front of the house. So we, we uh, so it's a, a photo of me and my mom in front of the house. And I was just posting like, yo, this is a big accomplishment for me and my family, et cetera, et cetera. So we post, a, I post the photo in front of my mom's house and Almost immediately, like, you know, somebody recognized it. And what I mean by that is I didn't find out till later, but our neighbors, see, I, where I, where I, I'm not going to tell where I got my mom's gotcha, house at, man. but I got my mom's crib. It's out the way. Like she retired. Get, go sit go, down. Just go chill. So I got my mom's house out the way somewhere. And her neighbors, where, where we bought the house, are some fire ass cool ass Mexican family like it's a cool ass Mexican family and one of the sons that live in the house there recognized the house because he follows me on Instagram <laughs> oh and I was like, that's a hey, that can be and I, bad and so, so it could have it could have went either way right right it could have went either way right so I was just like oh fuck like already so when the neighbors when we end up introducing ourselves and talking to the neighbors and getting to know the neighborhood and whatnot because my mom just we just bought the crib we yeah. didn't go like check it out see what's the surrounding post area. up for a week yeah. like we just bought the house like yeah. so uh what like as time progressed you know i got to talking to them they was like yeah you know we know who you are i was like oh shit so i kind of like was like weirded out a little bit because it's like damn I'm vulnerable as fuck right now because it's not where I live. I'm not tripping about me like that. Yeah. But you, my mom, yeah. I, I don't know like how I feel about people knowing where my mom lives. And know? because it's so, so far out the way, you don't have access to it like immediate, you know? Yeah. She you, she kind of out the way. So, if, you know, anyway, they end up being cool. Yeah. And he was like, well, we got your mom. We're going to look out for her. Like, And they do. Like That's they love. be moving her cars, love. Yeah. doing her trash cans. Watching the house when she ain't home. Watching the house while she there, and they and they let her know like, hey, you know, we got you. Like, that's now you know, that's we, that's we dope. Fuck with, we fuck with your son, like you know, he hold it down for us. Don't you ain't got nothing to worry about over here. 
Man, I, I just when when you initially told that I'm like, yo, that could have went either way because you just don't, you really either just way. don't know, you just don't know. But I thought that was just funny as hell. Um, I don't know, I forgot why I brought that up, but it was just funny as hell that 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 happened. Um, dude, uh, yo, go ahead. Now I was gonna say uh, another thing about the um, the phone number thing. Mm-hmm. My uncle gave my number to some random ass stranger on the train that's that's the worst and and i'm i'm on the air right i'm on i'm on the air i get a phone call and it's some girl i'm like hello she's like hey is this dj head i'm like who is this oh i forgot what her name was oh so so i'm a producer all right you know (laughs) what's up yeah yeah well your your uncle will gave me your number you know i met him on the train damn it willie you <laughs> what? What you mean? Yeah, you know we was chopping it up, and he said, you know, you was his nephew, and you know he slipped. Yo, man. I don't, All right, I don't get hold it. on, bro. All right, let, let me call you back. I called my uncle. Nah, nephew. Nah, nephew. That ain't what happened. You know, man. I don't, that ain't what happened. I ain't. I would never do that. I. Well, how did she get my number? <laughs> And I, and the whole time I'm thinking like he gave he 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 because they you know my uncle proud of, of me. course and, and it's rooted it's rooted in being proud so that's one thing you can't take back but at the same time he and he proud of me so he was you know flossing a little bit and you know that's my nephew woo, woo, you don't believe me oh yeah woo, woo. you know he goes number right here you know you produce oh you making music yeah call my nephew bruh bro what are you doing. But see, I'm not shy either. Like, yeah. I'll just tell somebody, hey, you know, don't call me. Yeah. Nah, straight up. Nah, I, and I, Top. I, yeah. Top Dog told me years ago, he said, listen, head, because Top got the same number. Facts. Me, me, you, Top Dog, Glasses. Those are the four people I know got the same number since, we, since we've been rocking, right? Top told me years ago, he said, listen, head, people who change their number don't know how to say no. Mm. And that shit stayed with me to this day. I just be like, damn, that's some, that's some real shit. Yeah. Charlemagne got the same number as he had back in the day. Top got the same number he had when he was in the projects doing God knows what. <laughs> you know, funny what the saying? reason the reason why I know he got the same number because our numbers are similar. Right. So I I I I'm like, oh snap, it's crazy, crazy. But you're right. I mean. It to me, I, I I'm all about. I've been my my whole life has been about stability, right? And I kind of root myself in that. And I think I got that from my moms. We stayed in the same. Thank, thankfully, thank God, we never had to move around like that. Everybody, you know, I, uh, I, and I'm sure you you've had to deal with this moving around, going to different high schools and all. I've never had to do that. I never had to have those kind of stories. And and I'm fortunate because of the way my mom brought us up and. Again, talking about what we talked about a couple podcasts ago, she sacrificed a lot just so we can have that kind of lifestyle. So a lot of that has been passed on to me. I don't like change, like like big changes like that. I don't like, I don't like, I just don't like that shit. So when people change their number, I'm like, how, how, how do you, how can you just, like, I, I, I changed my number one time and that was from 11th grade to maybe 12th grade. And then after that, I've been rocking with the same shit for ever since. And the reason why I changed in, because I had a whole different plan. It was it was a completely different phone. It was no way to change that shit. But 
it was just like every time I see that, I'm like, how do you, how how does that not irritate you? Like it just like fucks with me like that. Don't know why. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe in the num- number changing thing unless it gets like your like like how Big Boy be doing Louis G and give your number out on the radio. And Louis couldn't. Louis, I remember being there one day, right? <laughs> That's the worst. And Big gave Louis's number out on the air. And Louis literally couldn't even use his phone. Oh, it was just, it was just yeah, back, to back to back, yeah. back to back, text message, text message, phone call, voicemail, text message, phone call, voicemail. And it was just like, oh, all right, all right. I give up. And he, the- said he, he said his phone did that until it died. He couldn't even use his phone. So I, that, that's different. Like if I give you a number out on the air and I mean, I don't know, I was still even considering i'm rocking with it i mean I would just be, the thing is I, I would just block hella people i see and the thing is it depends on how you use your phone like what do you need like it's it's nuances to it also but i also think something like that it's going to be a, a peak level of people trying to reach out and after a while it's going to subside it's going to go away and now if he did that shit every single day for you know god knows how long then okay it, it's just never going to stop but I even feel like that. You just got okay. I just got to put my phone down and chill. Let the closest people I know, like, look, this is how you can reach me. Like, thankfully for me, I got a wife, so I'm like, hey man, just like, there's times when you try to read, man, just hit Tasha. You know, to, you know to find me just by hitting Tasha if I don't pick up, bro. Because I'm knocked man, out listen. or I don't have my phone next to me. Sometimes you just got it. For me, I have to unplug. But with what we do, you have to be on standby at all times. So there's no getting away so that's why again just having accessibility and making sure people can connect to you i just don't i I can't see myself changing my number like that yeah no i'm cool on the change the number thing i I mean i know eventually you'll probably get there at some point but um and a friend of mine told me that he was like you'll get there you're going to end up having to change the number and i'm just like man i really don't hope i really hope that don't happen i don't don't hope i hope that doesn't i don't see that happening i don't see that happening because um where you are right now like you said you're honest enough to be like hey don't call me like and <laughs> i mean some the, the the literally the worst that can happen to you right now the worst is somebody that has your number right now post it up on the gram let people see it that's oh. the that's that somebody that's upset with you or maybe even or, or post it just not even realizing that they didn't block the number out that's the that's the worst thing that can happen and in that case you'll have those people that will reach out but I don't think it's going to be to the point where you just can't use your phone no more. It might get annoying here mm-hmm. and there, but you know, having to repeat yourself like, nah, don't call me or nah, I don't reach out. But I don't think it's going to be to the point where you're like, man, I gotta, I gotta switch things up. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something that we didn't talk about <clears throat> that I want to bring up was um, during the whole process of our announcing, like the new show, the new night show and stuff like that is, the 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 people like tapping in now like like the like not not like big boy not like our people in the industry I'm talking about like the people like and we've been talking to people now on the on the radio for what a week or about was it about yeah, a, is, a week long, yeah 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 so about a week almost two weeks now right yep and I'm starting to see the response from the people yeah in you what know? way so because like, oh okay like. In what way? Because you, again, you've you've had the experience of being on the night show. You've had the experience of working with Big Boy. You've had the experience of kind of like tapping in with people, getting hitting the streets and things like that. So when you say the the responses of the people, what's what's what do you what do you mean when you say that? And what's the difference? 
I think the difference is, well, I think what I mean, what I mean by that is people are like calling the phone. Mm -hmm. Like that's been a lost thing for me personally in the night show. Like, whereas like the phone is ringing. Yeah. Like people are calling into the radio station. I think at one point I, I kind of like gave, not gave up on the idea of callers, mm -hmm. but it was something that I put in the back of my mind. Like, okay, that's an old way of doing radio. Right. Fuck the phone call shit. We going all digital, social et media, cetera, yeah. et cetera. Social media, um, Instagram live, whatever. Zoom, Clubhouse, all that. And now it within the last, just within the last seven days or so, it's like, no, people are really engaging now, like calling the phone line and want to be involved in the conversations that we're having. It's kind of like, it's dope to me. Like, it's like, oh shit, okay, for sure. You know, because as, as, as time progresses, that's only going to increase. Like, if you see it now and we still have a compelling conversation, we still have dope content, we still got fire topics, we still talking that talk. Like, I think that people are going to respond to that and want to be a part of it. Yeah. No, I think so, too. I think the reason why, from the times that I filled in for people, well, I've, you know, worked the phones for Big Boy, you know, filled in for different people, and even with, with the different slots that I've had, I've always made it a point to answer every single phone when I could get it. I don't care if the lines are blowing up. I don't care if it's two people talking. And... On the other end of that, making sure that you're having conversations with the people. I can't tell you how many times that I've been on the opposite end as a youngster calling the radio station and the phone rings 3,000 times and then it, it hangs up. You got to start all over again. Yeah. Or calling yeah. the radio station and being on hold for two hours trying to get a request in or, or you know, you, you talk about a topic or whatever. So I always made it a point. When I was like, whenever I get my foot in the door, whenever I'm on the other end, I'm going to make sure I pick up every single call and acknowledge the people that are listening. Because if it ain't for them, we wouldn't be doing what we do. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and even from, like, we were really, really heavy on the Instagram living, like, during the show, talking, actually talking to the people. Yeah, call us up, man. Hit us up and engage. And I think that art is lost in radio specifically because of the technology and the ability to be on social media and the, the ability to just, oh, man, well, yeah, yeah, they're listening anyway, and you kind of forget about the people. So I feel like we've always had great communication with each other and, and great chemistry, and I feel like people that are listening, they want to just be in on the conversation. So why not let them in? Like, I'm, I'm going to just leave it at this. It was one time I picked up the line, got to the station, picked up the line. Uh, I seen the phone was ringing. I'm like, okay. And, and for people that don't know with the radio, you can see how long people are on hold. This person was on hold for two hours before I got, like when I get, yeah. when I got in there, the shift before had left this person on hold for two hours. I picked up the line. Yo, what up? Yeah. Hey man, what's up? What's going on? Oh no, I was just, man, I'm holding for, uh, man, I want to make a song request. Yeah, what you want to hear? Man, can you play the? Yeah, I'm gonna try to get it on for you for sure. Hey, man, thank you for man, thank you for for for, for talking to me. And we end up having a conversation on some rap. Why they like this artist? And man, the, you know the how significant that person was. They want to dedicate it to this person. And I, I just think that that right there for me, fuck everything else. I like that part of radio. 
you know, of course, I want you know, shout out to the upcoming artists. That that's a different layer of it, but a, a, a layer that people don't really get from us when it comes specifically to radio is engaging with the people because without the people, you ain't shit. And I don't know. I'm I'm glad that you said that <clears throat> because I've noticed it too. Mm-hmm. But I notice that every time I'm I'm usually like whenever I'm filling in for people or whatever, I I notice that I'm always going to the phone lines as <clears throat> the go to thing. Hell, probably before I even pay attention to setting up the show, I'm like, man, who on the line? Yo, hello. And and just talk to people, whether it be a request, whether it be whatever they got going on. Like, I'll be, I'll be on some therapeutic shit talking to people, like, with situations in their life. And, you know, some people tap in and, and, and stay connected on social. And they're like, man, I just appreciate the fact that you even listen. And that's that's one thing that I felt like is a lost art. We are talking to listeners, you know what I'm saying? So we have to do the listening when it comes to that. So um, I'm just looking forward to, to building on, on top of that and entertaining in a different way. Um, a lot of people don't realize, like, you're talking to a different pool of people. Like, mm. we're no longer talking to the homies. Now, if the homies listen in, great, and we appreciate that, and, and that's cool. But we now have to entertain a different audience that don't know who we are. And that's one that's one argument that I give to the I would say the corporate side when they talk about upcoming artists and playing upcoming artists on the radio. Nine times out of ten, the people don't care. Majority of people really don't care like that. And that's one thing that I struggle with because I'm like, no, they do, they do that. No, they really don't. So it's our job to, you know, give them the insight of who these people are. And I think we do a good job at that. But we can't get lost in, oh, man, we're just going to do it our way. And, man, fuck that. No, it's, it's entertaining the people in the way that we know how to do it, man. And, I, I again, I, I look forward to figuring out how to do that even more so. And, and you know, the fact that we're kind of starting to see that already a week and two weeks in, it's a good sign, man. I'm really looking forward to it. I th- Just shout out to everybody who fuck with us. Shout out to all the listeners. We appreciate you. You know, yeah. people who 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 the podcast will be up for two hours and they already tweeting and commenting. And, you know, like, I, I appreciate that a lot. For sure. For sure. Uh, what I want to, I want to talk about next, next week. We, we're not going to talk about it now. Cause we're about to run out of time, but um, this holiday shopping, man, where you are with it. Hopefully there'll be progression. I did something different this year that I, I'd never have done. Um, and I, I want to talk about it on the next podcast, so we'll 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 get into it, kind of dive into the whole holiday shopping, where you are with it, where I'm with with it, and <laughs> we'll be like what two days before Christmas or maybe Christmas Eve before the next podcast is up. But uh, was there anything else you want to mention or talk about? Um, no, nah, I'm good. I think I just um I want to shout out to uh I want to shout out to Game because I feel like the rapper Game obviously uh. Like, I just would love to see him and Fifty do a versus. Oh, it's been it's been talked about a lot. I just I would love to see that, and so I know that's been a topic of conversation. I would I would love to see that. So I'm just put that in. I put that energy in the atmosphere. I hope it happens. Uh, Fifty was I, I got I gotta believe that Fifty was joking when he said he would do it, but Game can't play anything with his voice on it because that would just be unfair. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, your song is your song. It was on your album. It's on your album. But yeah, that's it. I'm gonna go off and say if if again if Gucci and Jeezy can sit in the same room, damn it, Game and Fifty can do the same thing. I agree. 
All right, so we'll we'll chop it up about that too. Hopefully, we'll have an announcement next week about it. Um, we appreciate everybody that's always tapping in uh, at Homegrown Radio everywhere. Rate, subscribe, comment. Appreciate the love. Get the merch uh, on the website homegrownradio.net, and we will catch y'all next time. All right, we out.